Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Mm -hmm. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got a couple new patrons in the house, Larson, I'll go ahead and load those up. We also got a couple new YouTube channel members. Oh, we got a lot tonight during our TakeOver live stream. Thank you, for everybody, for joining us. Um, about 800 of you at, at, at certain points uh, joined us tonight. Thank you very much. It's always a heck of a lot of fun watching these shows with the friendos. Absolutely. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you. Rob Caton, Timothy Bates, Ricardo Reina, uh, WrestleKing68, Dr. Paul Sachs and Hyper Lee are all new patrons. Uh, let's see if I have access to the new channel members here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there were several tonight. Oh, here we go, here we go. Uh, oh, W.S. Fletcher, new member. Tony Venucci, new member. Uh, let's see here. M-R-A-S-532, new member. Reaper DV, no, Reaper Red V. <laughs> V3, new member. <laughs> trying. We're man. getting old, man. I'm it's trying. Small, small type, not, not uh, easy for us to Matt read. Matt Knight and uh, Doobie and Brian Davis, all new members. Thank you so much. Thank you all. For all your support. Anyways, uh, uh, NXT TakeOver <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. 2019 is in the bag. In the books. In the books. Uh, overall thoughts, Mr. Here. Uh, trash. Total trash. Undisputed error did not come away. Draped in gold, so what do I care right now? It was it was another terrific takeover. I mean, look, man, these are takeovers. These are absolutely terrific every time out. So, All right, hold on. I have yeah, a theory here. They're great. And part of it, is, it was proffered to us by our good friendos in chat. Sure. Uh, usually, Survivor Series weekend, the takeover takes place that particular weekend. is themed about what particular match, Steve? War Games. War, war Games. War Games. Who's been in every War Games match thus far? Undisputed Air. Correct. So, uh, spoiler alert, we'll get to it later. Adam Cole is still your NXT champion. However, the rest of Undisputed did not win their matches. So, War Games is coming up in Chicago, All-State Arena. Maybe we didn't get to the disappointment, disappointment of many. Uh, Undisputed era draped in gold. But, I offer this. You go into whatever prospective deal NXT has going with Fox Sports 1. Everybody loves the Undisputed Era. True. You got Chicago, a smart wrestling city who will probably love the Undisputed Era. Oh, yeah. You have war games. You have everything on the line. So you got Street Profits, uh, Gargano, and Velveteen Dream taking on Undisputed Era. Mm -hmm. Winner takes all. Mm -hmm. If you're going to have... It, it accomplishes several things. One, it elongates Velveteen Dream's uh, North American title reign. It elongates the Street Profits tag team title That reign. is more important than the first one. Totally. Velveteen Dream can go on and do whatever he yeah, wants. Yeah, yeah, But the Street Profits, I mean, I don't know. Do, do they need it? No, they're already on Raw. And they're, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. But it does, I mean, it does help them, I guess. Yeah, three more months with the tag yeah. titles helps them immensely. Yeah. Um, and then you get your, your, your huge moment, the Undisputed Era, after the show is moved on to Fox Sports 1. They can be the centerpiece of NXT on Fox Sports 1 because um, everybody loves the Undisputed Era. Yeah. That across was, the board. Honestly, that was my only, like, yeah, personally, obviously, I picked them all. You got all but one match I right. I got all but the main event right. Uh, and so, I mean, beyond that, I don't really care about that. Uh, but there was, at, at least I kind of felt, 
look, man, people love the Undisputed Era. There was kind of a, a disappointment in the crowd. Uh, maybe I'm projecting. I just felt like well, they no, weren't our- as hot after that first match when everybody sort of realized, oh, it's not going to be their big night. They came back them. around by the time the main oh, event happened. Totally. No, they, they came back around by the end of Candice and, and Io Shirai because that was just match, yeah. a, an amazing match. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it, there was a little bit of air sucked out of the building after and that I think first that, was, that was exemplified in our chat, too, where pretty much everybody's like, boo, this yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, if, if the plan is at some point for Adam Cole's prophecy, to come to fruition, to come true. Having it all be in one big winner-take-all match where they all get to celebrate together. In a city like Chicago. Especially in a city like Chicago. Give it three more months to build. Give Street Profits more time as chance before they move on to Raw full-time, probably. Uh, 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 as you said, Velveteen Dream doesn't really need more time as North American champion, but doesn't hurt to give him that. Sure. Um, and then from there, from that match, you can move on to all sorts of different things. Maybe Velveteen Dream moves up to the title picture. Yeah, um, you'll have uh, Matt Riddle versus Killian Day, and that program should be wrapped up by then too. Yeah, whoever comes out of that ahead could also be in the picture for the for the NXT title. Matt Riddle, show. yeah, probably. Uh, you get a ton of options coming or out. Or Matt of that. Riddle can then just move on to the North American title. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's going right for Adam Cole. I feel like they're going to bring Goldberg down to NXT. They can have a highly doubtful program with Matt Riddle. Highly doubtful. I mean, oh. if he's going to be sticking around for a while. Uh, it's not going to be in NXT. You know, honestly, you know what I see. You want you know what I want to see more than a Matt Riddle Goldberg match. Hmm. Matt Riddle on Watch Along tomorrow, watching the Goldberg match. That's all I care about. I hope they. And every time, sorry, every time they bring out Goldberg for a match, I want Matt Riddle in that room on Watch Along. It's not just Goldberg. I want to see him watch the Goldberg match. I want to see him watch anything Brock Lesnar's involved in. Because he's been saying for years he wants to be the one to retire Brock Lesnar. I honestly just want to see Matt. I don't care what it is. He's going to trash. I know, I know, I know. If they put trash in front of him, they put like a good match in front of him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it, but like, (laughs) uh, he 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 is such a he is such a he is such a breath of fresh air of honesty. Mm -hmm. I love it. He's a straight shooter, man. And we did get to see him tonight. A little bit, a little bit, but it kicked off with a tag title match: Street Profits versus Undisputed Era. I thought storytelling wise, this was Street Profits' best match so far. Yeah. Um, and it was a really strong showing for Angelo Dawkins. Now, uh, ever since they debuted on TV, um, everybody's saying that Montez Ford is the, the, the star of the two of them. Um, and in terms of athleticism, charisma, uh, that still may be the case. But Angelo Dawkins, week after week, has shown that, hey, he's not the Marty Jannetty to Montez Ford, Shawn Michaels, by a stretch of the imagination. Right. And they definitely gave him a lot of spotlight in this. They gave him some big spots that I thought were really, really cool. Uh, they sort of focused a bit more on his power game mm-hmm. uh, than anything. He was uh, throwing the uh, the two guys from the Indisputed Era around, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Bob Fish, yeah. There were a couple of pounces. I'm always a big fan of the pounce. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, a couple times when he was just throwing people around. I thought that was a, a wise move on their part. Yes. Um, but it was it was a really terrific match. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Montez Ford paid a homage to The Rock. Uh, at one point, he acts like he's about to go for the people's elbow. Bob Fish trips him up. However, once he comes to, he gets up. Uh, he hits Kyle O'Reilly with a rock bottom. Yeah. You may call it a Uranagi. It's a rock bottom. It's a rock bottom. It's a rock bottom. When you deliver it like The Rock. Um, there's a lot of good back and forth in this match because shortly after that, uh, Dispute Air hit like this crazy combo uh, butterfly DDT. Uh, a death rider, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, followed up with a wheelbarrow suplex. Uh, Montez Ford goes off to, up to the top rope like going for a frog splash. He gets kicked off the top turnbuckle by Bobby Fish. Fish climbs up there, hits a super exploder. Kyle O'Reilly falls with a top rope knee to Montez's knee, puts Montez in a heel hook. Um, Montez tries to get to the ropes, and then Bobby Fish headbutts uh, uh off the his headbutt off the top rope onto Montez, so he can't get the ropes. Angelo Dawkins comes in, picks up Bobby Fish, and just dumps him on the to Kyle O'Reilly to break it up. Um, eventually, Ford tags Dawkins in, so he's a legal man. Dawkins in there, he's clearing house. Mm-hmm. Um, Angelo goes for a spear on Kyle O'Reilly and just eats a knee right to the face. Mm-hmm. That was such a well done spot. That I I gasped and shouted at that. I don't know if it was microphone placement or just Kylo. Was that Kylo Riley? Yeah, that was yeah Kylo it was Doc and Cell. That's what did it for me because he did this. The, the, well, the sound made it and like the, the sound was like 
it wasn't your regular leg slap. It felt duller. Mm-hmm. And so it seemed like it could have conceivably been the actual knee going to the face. Yeah. I think that's what it was. It was like, oh, my God, that sounded real. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was the cell. The cell was great, too. Uh, the Prophets hit their uh, super blockbuster, which is usually their finish on, on Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Bobby Fish, then they break it up. Um, after some brawn on the outside, uh, uh, Montez hits a tope um, back in. Uh, Angelo Dawkins spears Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. And two of the best spears I've seen lately. They were really good. They sure. felt like there was actual force behind yeah, it. Yeah, it did. It, totally it wasn't did. just like uh, the person taking them was selling them. Uh, Montez follows with the frog splash and O'Reilly for the win. However, after the match, on Twitter at least, Undisputed Era upset saying Kyle O'Reilly wasn't the legal man. Ooh. However, so therefore the pin should not have counted. Therefore, we will have Undisputed Era and Street Profits and Velveteen Dream and Roderick Strong and Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. War games! War games! Yeah, it's totally like everything about this is leading to war games. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Anyways, hell of a match. Hell of a showing for Street Profits. The story going into this for them was, hey... We're not just here to be here. We're here to win. We're good, When too. they did. We can do it. You solidify Street Profits as your tag team champions. Uh, great showing from them. Um, in three months, Undisputed Air reply to those tag team tops. Uh Next, uh, Evil Io Shirai, best thing in wrestling right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. Not even close. Dude, her new theme song. The her, Tron, the theme, her the gear, everything. It's all great. She's her, wearing... Whole, this time, she's, she had like a, a black and like highlighter, highlighter yellow borderline fluorescent green uh trim gear pants yeah her her mannerisms her character work in God the ring it's so good it's so it's it's such good she, i gotta stop i gotta stop using uh, light profanity in these videos you have to stop using light profanity. light profanity <laughs> i gotta stop doing that <laughs> i think light profanity is fine it is fine i gotta stop doing it though no it's good we gotta do something man. i guess so. called going in run not I going so. in flowers i guess so uh so uh candace comes to the ring what are you doing over there? I'm you're putting doodling? a mustache on Nia Jax. You're doodling. It's this is our takeover me, review, and you're over laugh. here doodling. Sorry. Go ahead. Please. I know you were fairly disengaged from the show no, after that. I wasn't. There when I you was get the belt. very engaged. Thank you very much. I doodle on this all the well, time. Put that up. There's, there's. They can't see that. All what? Right. There's n- boobs on it. Yeah. Yeah. I drew boobs on there. Right there. Getting this demonetized, man. Life profanity. Life profanity. <laughs> so uh, Candace comes to the ring and goes after Io before the bell even rings. Throws a couple punches her way. Uh, drops her the mat. Ref breaks it up. And then immediately Io Shirai goes for a sunset flip power bomb. Oh my gosh. Apron, like she's a Takahashi or something. Oh, I know. Like she's the ticking time bomb. <laughs> uh, uh, Candace blocks it and then Io trips her off the apron and follows up with a suplex onto the announce table. This is like 30 seconds into the match. Yeah, it was you. great. Uh, Candace struggles but beats the 10 count. She hasn't been defeated yet. Uh, Candace goes for some flying head surge. Uh, Io just flips out of it, follows with an amazing drop kick. Um, Io hits an air raid crash uh, on Candace after ramming her into the corner. Uh, gets a two count. And Io, Io playing up to the crowd was great, Gosh, too. She's just so always good. just mugging at the crowd. Talking trash, yeah. talking sh- trash to Candace the whole time. Yeah. It was fantastic. Using uh, maybe, maybe light profanity. Yeah, maybe light profanity. <laughs> because like Candace would try to do something and Eo would reverse it and she'd just do. She'd be like. She'd wave her finger. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, Eo goes for a top rope drop kick. However, Candace evades and then Candace uh, follows with a flurry of strikes and hit this nasty looking brain buster. Mm-hmm. Gets a two. Uh, Eo goes for a six one nine. Candace catches her draping neck breaker. Another two count. Um, Candace goes to the top. Eo gets her off. Hits a six one nine. Tosses Candace ringside. Oh, sorry. Candace does tosses Eo ringside. Hits the suicide dive. DDT follows with a double stomp on the Eo's back. Back in the ring gets a two. Um, Candace goes for like a really slow rude awakening style neck breaker. Mm-hmm. Eo reverses that into a cross face. Candace rolls through for a pin. Only gets a two though. Uh, they trade some German suplexes, and then EO catches Candace off the top rope, hits his nasty, nasty, nasty high-angle German suplex. We saw a couple of Germans with high angles on him tonight, and it wasn't mm-hmm. just relegated to this match. I think no. Roderick Strong or somebody hit yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, she only gets a two, then EO goes to the top, goes for a moonsault. Uh, Candace meets her up there, goes for a German suplex. Again, EO just flips out of it, lands on her feet. Um, uh, shortly thereafter, Candace hits a poison Rana, gets a two, follows up with the second rope swinging neckbreaker, gets a two. Eo hits a Spanish fly off the top. 
Candice kicks out. Io hits backbreaker, then moonsault. Candice kicks out of the moonsault. We haven't seen that yet in NXT. Yeah, yeah. And Io, beside herself, upset, uh, puts Candice in the Koji clutch. Candice passes out. Mm -hmm. Hell of a match. I want to see this feud continue. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Fantastic stuff. For a long, long time. Put him in that in that cage that the main event happened in. Oh yeah, the Ambrose Asylum. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Uh, these these two can fight. For, I I I want to see this be the Gargano Champa for the women's division. Yes. You know, it circles in and out of the title scene, but it just keeps on going. And a year down the line, it's just still there. Yep. That's what I yep. really want to see. Ideally, that'd be it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Completely. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, After that, Matt Riddle storms the ring in civilian gear. For him, that's like stretchy pants. Tight jeans, t-shirt, his own t-shirt, his merch shirt, and some some slides. And some very bright pink slides. Yes. Uh, He calls out Killian Dane says, I know you're back there. Let us fight now, please. Uh, Killian Dane comes in through the crowd. They brawl ringside. The refs break them up. Sorry, the refs. And then at the... the, Yeah, they try to. They go up to the top of the stage, yes. At the top of the stage, uh, security comes out, and it's just Toronto's finest indie wrestlers who are under like six feet. Mm -hmm. Uh, They get involved. They eat uh, all sorts of... uh, You get... get, First, Riddle lays them out with... A bunch of knees. You get a ripcord knee, a V trigger, a, a V trigger with the uh, with the gun, a bro to sleep. Yeah, um, and then Dane lays out Riddle with a fun splash. Mm-hmm. Security breaks that up, tries to separate Killian Dane. He lays them all out. Mm-hmm. Riddle puts Dane in the sleeper, and then Dane uh, like jumps off the stage. And while he jumps off the stage with Riddle on his back, he just happens to put his arm out and take a security guard with him. Right through a table <laughs> off the stage. It was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty rad. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty great. The uh, Toronto indie wrestling scene had a good payout last yeah, night, I hope, tonight. Well, I hope they made their money, yes. I'm sure they did. Uh, next. They probably got Dean Ambrose during that uh, Shield one last Five, match. 500 thing. bucks. Yeah, 650. Next, something interesting. So usually when they cut to someone sitting ringside at a takeover, it's a new NXT signee. However, tonight it was Austin Theory, who I believe is the Evolve champion still. I believe so. And they didn't say anything about him signing the NXT. They just said, here's a really exciting new superstar. He, they mentioned he was Evolve champion. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. following the 10th anniversary show on the network, we're going to get a lot more Evolve on the WWE network. I think, I think, we're gonna get, I think you're right. Uh, Meltzer did indicate in the newsletter, he said that, uh, and again, take it with a grain of salt, maybe, because... This has been kind of, and I'm not saying take Meltzer necessarily with a grain of salt, 
but the idea of this has been around for a while. Mm-hmm. But he seems to believe that ICW progress and I imagine Evolve yeah, are going to be Evolve coming was mentioned in the newsletter too. to the WWE Network on a regular basis, on an actually either weekly or monthly. Or, I mean, Progress is monthly, t- is monthly shows. Chapters, yeah. Chapters. Uh, ICW has a weekly TV show, which is fantastic, by the way. Uh, I don't know what Evolve runs. I think they run... Monthly shows, right? I think they run like by the... Like it's monthly shows over the course of a weekend, I want to say. I think... Oh, they have like weekend, like I a weekend every month? I think so. That'd be interesting. That's I cool. I think that's what it is. Because um, usually when NXT talents, I think, I don't know for sure, do Evolve shows or like on a, they're, they're over the course of a weekend. But again, I could be completely off. Um, in any event, I mean, that this could be a signal that we might be seeing that sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, after that, we had a North American title match, Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong versus Peter Dune. Peter Dune. Uh, Velveteen Dream uh, came out to, I think, the Mountie song, not Mountie the Wrestler, the Canadian Mounted Police oh, song, and then that transitioned to uh, Toronto Raptors championship celebration with cheerleaders and dancers, and then he made his appearance. He had the Mountie hat, mm-hmm. red tights, some suspenders. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, he just needed to come out with the Mountie. Yeah. The Mountie, I think, is still in jail after that match at SummerSlam. Oh, against Bossman. Years ago. Yeah, 90, 91, 93? Sure. 93, I think. 90, a lot of weird stuff happening in 93. Yeah, inclu- including uh, law enforcement for Canada being put in jail. Some people noted, you know, it's funny, like uh, some people noted that that was not on our count out this week, uh, which was weird as SummerSlam matches. That was an early one that you were going to put was, on there. Yeah, it was. And it was, then I loved your rationale because you just blew it off with one statement. He's like, yeah, we don't have to put it on there. I mean, all they did was have somebody get arrested afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that is still pretty weird, though. A little odd. The match was just the pretty typical. The match itself was just a regular match. It was a pretty typical match. Yeah. And then, yeah, the only stipulation was... A pretty zero. weird step. Whoever lost just got thrown in jail. Not as weird as if you win a match, you get to marry somebody. That's true. That's a weirder stipulation. That's a weirder step, for sure. Yeah. Most definitely. No, I like the list. It's a good list. Yeah, yeah. Just check it out right now. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Roger Strong, as usual, entered. Same with P- Peter Dune. He had some nice uh, forest green... Maybe teal. Still unsure about the exact color. It was like a forest green, but up, close. Upped in saturation. Up close, it looked forest green, but far away, it looked like it had a bit more blue and more of a teal. This is a fun match. It was fun. These guys can go, man. Heck yes, man. Yeah. Um, uh, beginning, though, Velveteen Dream and Peter Dune, they were working together to take Roderick Strong out of the equation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then uh, eventually, at one point, uh, Dream turns around, gives uh, Peter Dune a smile, and Dune gives uh, Velveteen Dream his patented shrug. Yeah. They go at it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Roger Strong comes to and destroys both of them ringside. Yeah, yeah. Annihilates them. Hits an Uranagi on, uh, uh, undone on the Velveteen Dream. Yeah. All ringside. It was great. That was awesome. It was fantastic. Um, uh, then Velveteen Dream paid homage to Bret Hart, hitting Bret's middle rope elbow, followed it up with a sharpshooter. Uh, Dunn comes off the top, breaks up with a missile drop kick. Um, outside, Peter Dune hits a moonsault on both of them. Here's a good uh, German suplex. Hits one on Dream, and then follows with a German suplex on Roderick Strong onto Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Ow! Yeah. I like this bit. Peter Dunn had Pete Dune. <laughs> Pete Dunn. I'm, I'm so used to calling him Peter Dune. Peter Dune. Thanks, Kyle O'Reilly. I blame Kyle O'Reilly for that squarely. Uh, he had he usually does those the Danielson stomps. Yeah, he had both guys and he was doing stomp, 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 yeah, stomp, yeah. stomp, stomp, stomp to each guy. It was fantastic. I thought it was a fun little spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we get a Pete Dunn and Velveteen Dream up top. Dunn's going for the finger stuff on Dream. Roger Strong comes up and hits an Olympic slam on Dunn. Sends Dream off the top rope as well. Uh, Pete Dunn has uh, Roger Strong in a triangle in the corner. And then Dream hits a coast-to-coast Purple Rainmaker to break that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's this great bit where both Pete Dunn and Velveteen Dream are against the ropes. And Roderick Strong just runs by three or four times and hitting him with forearms. Yeah. That was fantastic. That was great stuff. I can't wait, man. Listen, if, if the reports are true that we might have some main roster talent show up in NXT yeah. once they go to Fox Sports 1, tell me a Cesaro... Roderick Strong feud isn't something that you just Oh, that'd be top-notch, man. I would love to see that. That'd be great. Uh, Roderick follows it up with Strong hold on both of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can't hold it, though. Yeah. Um, And then Dunn breaks some fingers on both of them, hits a bitter end. 
on Roderick Strong. Up, yeah. And then uh, Velveteen Dream is over distracting the ref with his fingers and then breaks the pinfall by uh, going over and, and rather than break up the pinfall by knocking Dunn off Strong, goes and just kind of like lays into the ref a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the end saw Roderick Strong hit end of heartache on Dunn. Dream breaks it up with Purple Rainmaker uh, and then covers Dunn himself. He gets the win. Velveteen Dream retains. Boone, yeah, keeps him super strong, man. Yeah, that, man. That's good. Yeah, he's going to be vying for I that just, world title. I really hope that Pete Dunn isn't going to be the guy who's sort of always there but never quite there, you know? I don't think so. I hope not. I mean, I'm just, I, th- I usually think that whenever I really, really like somebody. I mean, I'm really surprised that he's the one that took the pin this match. However, if, if they're working towards. They've made him look so strong over the past yes, couple yes. weeks, though, so it kind of does. And it took, like, me. essentially two finishers to, for him to eat that pin. Yeah. If the plan is Undisputed Era versus everybody else with belts um, at War Games for everything, you can't have Roger Strong eat that pin at the hand of Velveteen Dream because that's fairly definitive. Uh, well, if it, if, it, if it was preceded by, in the same manner here, if it was preceded by the finisher from somebody else also. I know, but Roger Strong can come out and say, you never pinned me, Dream. That's true. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Regal would say, yes, therefore, so-and-so. War games. Uh, War who, games. Who would you like to see uh, Pete Dunne feud with after this? Uh, so let, let's say, you know, maybe the, he has another match against Velveteen Dream. He loses whatever. At the next, at the next uh, takeover, who would you like to see Pete Dunne in there with? It's Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle. I know. But Matt Riddle's already got something going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, no, dude, that Killian Dane thing, that's not going to be it. That's months from now. It's not going to be a takeover. Probably not. But you never know. That's hey. going to be one of those hot NXT main events. Killian Dane, I think they want big things for him. I'm not sure he's going to be to that level. Oh, he's not winning that feud, no. But I don't know. If I'm not even sure if they're going to take that to takeover. I think, I think Matt Riddle is a good Pete Dunn guy. The problem is you get into a situation where you don't want Pete Dunn to lose that and this and he can't and Matt Riddle's gonna beat Killian Dane and whatever their blow up's gonna be because, probably on TV because they're priming him for a title run probably yeah but you never know I mean like depending on how long Pete Dunn's gonna be on on the roster you know what would be killer Pete Dunn versus Keith Lee that would be good finally get Keith Lee going and he can lose his first takeover match to Pete Dunn mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that'd be killer right that'd there. be pretty cool Kona Reeves how about that oh what about Pete Dunn and Kushida what about Oh, that's good. That that's ooh, that's good. What about uh, Pete Dunn and Cameron Grimes? That'd be good. That's a good matchup personalities right Pete there. Pete Dunn and Tyler Breeze. Um, no, I mean, that's an easy win for Pete. Dunn. Shane Thorne. Mm-hmm. Forgotten said, Sons. Oh God. Well, Jackson Riker. I like the Terminator. Anyways, after that, Dexter have- Loomis. Perfect. Perfect. He's that dude should be at the top of takeover. Cesar Bononi. War games really should be undisputed era versus everybody already said versus just Dexter Loomis on his own. Yeah, I know. It's a triple threat, but they all have four people. He has just him. Just him. Yeah. And he wins. All yeah, the, he goes over all, he the, wins he wins all, all the belts. belts. All the belts are now belong to Dexter Loomis. The one belt that couldn't go to Dexter Loomis, though, the women's championship. Yeah. Shayna Baszler versus challenger Mia Yim. Uh, this was one of those matches that kind of hurt to watch because it was just very like strike heavy and let me hurt you heavy. Yeah, the story. Wasn't that, a lot of fancy moves here. No, there wasn't. Mia Yim's strategy was to try to take out Shayna's arm. Mm-hmm. So if she were to lock in the uh, the her her finisher, uh, she'd be able to manipulate the arm and get out of it. And she did that a couple times. Um, however, it wasn't enough. Uh, it's it's kind of a this match wasn't bad, but. Mm. It wasn't as smooth. Didn't have the drama of EO versus Candice. You, I think it's it's kind of a risk when you have a match as sort of as as intentionally clunky as this. Yeah, as physical as this. Because yeah. it's not going to be smooth. It's going to be ugly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works really well. Sometimes it doesn't. Like I've seen Roderick Strong in some really ugly matches that just look so awesome because it just hurts. Well, he watch. works a really fast pace too. True. Shana yeah. does not work a fast pace. That's true. Yeah. Um, there was this great spot early on which set up the, the main story where Mia shoves Shayna's arm into the ring steps. Comparable to what we saw uh, Sasha do to Bailey at NXT Brooklyn 1 mm-hmm. and then drop kick the ring steps setting up Shayna's arm being compromised. Um, and that was kind of, as I said, mentioned Mia's strategy. Uh, Shayna was doing her typical stuff. Towards the end, she was finally working the arm as well. There's this great spot where Mia hits the super code blue, so essentially like a sunset flip powerbomb off the top rope. Yeah. She only gets a two, though. Um, and then Shayna locks in the, uh, her finish, the clutch. Mia 
gets out of it because she starts working over the arm. Uh, Shayna releases, but then again, Shayna goes for it later on. Mia tries to get out of it, does, but then Shayna transitions like instantly into a, a, a choke with her legs, mm-hmm. and Mia has to tap. Mm. Kind of surprising, especially considering uh, EO one. You think, all right, Mia can pick up the win here on Shayna, go into a feud down the line against EO, because they're definitely setting up EO to be top heel of that women's division. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, so it seems Shayna's going to be moving up at some point. Somebody, golly, man, I saw it on Twitter today, and I don't even know who said it. But I thought it was one of the sources that we that we usually are like, okay, mm-hmm. now they know what they're talking about, was saying that they're thinking that there's going to be a Shayna-Becky feud sooner than later. That should happen. That should be Survivor it Series. totally should happen. Um, so if I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe they think that Shayna looks – Strongest walking into that, that feud with the belt, maybe doing Kevin Owens type deal, dude. I'm telling you, man, they need to get their act together when it comes to these call ups. How about this? Shayna walks on the main with the NXT women's title. Uh, she's the one that beats Becky, she's got the NXT and Raw women's title. I mean, that's like we would book it, that's how we would. I think Make we did impact. do that before. Get Ronda yeah. out there, get here, get her involved. Boom, right there. That's a money feud, right there. Then Shayna challenges Brock for the universal title, she wins that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Takes on uh, New Day and uh, the who has the tag, Raw tag titles? The club? Club, OC, yeah. yeah. She gets those titles. So she has all the belts. She's going to look like that one picture of uh, Ultimo Dragon <laughs> Ultimo with the 14 Dragon. belts. With the 14 belts, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. That'd be something else. Silliness. Silliness. Next up, Wolverine versus Adam Cole. No, it's Johnny Gargano, man, in Wolverine gear. It was Wolverine gear, but it was battle-tested. It was like there were three yeah, the claw marks right on the chest. So who was who did Wolverine? Well, Sabretooth, man. Who's the Sabretooth? The Sabretooth only have three claw. I thought he had all five of his claws. Well, I guess maybe he just hit him with the three longest fingers. I guess so. That makes sense. Got some burrito on me. You got the yeah. That burrito maybe. Because why would burrito? Why, why would burrito hurt himself? You know, try to slash himself. That would make any sense. No, a Sabretooth. You, you know what his you know what his ring gear looked like? It was like. The pajamas, like the pajamas, I'm sorry. Underoos. Ho- no, the, ho- the Halloween costume you'd get that is like a character, but it's not really their costume. It's just a costume of that character. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Like there, I remember seeing no, when I was a kid, mean. there was like the, there was a, a I was going to call him Dolph Vader, the Darth Vader one. Yeah. And it was just like a shirt with, Dol- with Darth Vader on it. And yeah. I'm like, that's not a, it was supposed to be co- a Halloween costume. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like that. Darth Vader's not wearing his what own shirt. What's your costume, Darth Vader fan? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah, Gargano was dressed up as Wolverine fan, and, and then uh, Adam Cole was just Adam Cole. Uh, he was just Adam Cole. He was just Adam Cole. That's all he's got. Adam Cole dressed as Adam Cole fan. <laughs> That's right, because I did have new horrible. I didn't. I didn't get a close enough look at these horrible. Oh, go to WWE shops. Undisputed they're, era. They're supposed to be like movie posters. He wasn't wearing that. He's wearing one of his own shirts. Oh, so everybody else is wearing. Oh, there's the fiend gloves. Yeah, they're really pushing the fiend merch, huh? And the uh, look at that! Wow, I, wow. I love it, this Wyatt Jim one though. It's all fiend all the time. Uh, Go to XT over there on the right, how did they, far right, yeah, or yeah. that too. I'll do this. Let's see if they're even up by now, because I had them at the at the SummerSlam shop. Well, they have Johnny Gar. Oh, there it is. There they are. They have Gargano's new shirt. What does it say at the bottom? Their names. Oh yeah, shock, shock the, the system, system starring the, the undisputed, undisputed era. era. And then it's on the back also. It's got their logo with all of them posing. Man, I, that's just that's a lot of screen print that you're wearing. Yeah, you're wearing pretty much a bulletproof vest at that point. Like the shirt is already heavy, probably. Thick. Thick and heavy. And you got an eighth of an inch of silk screen on there. <laughs> Unless they do the crap iron on. <laughs> like they did for your... Um, I've never seen it. You know, no, it wasn't the Chompa shirt that disappointed me. Because I, knew, I had a feeling it was the custom thing. I'm like, I know it's going to be a piece of trash. It was the New Day shirt <laughs> I got that was like the TLC album cover. And I was really looking because I think it's an I know, awesome man, shirt. I, I love the New Day. I know. I thought that was such a great idea. All those designs were great. The Rollins shirt after Rollins band. Uh, Sasha Banks after Kendrick Lamar's uh, Good Kid, Mad City. There's one other one. Um, I thought they were all great. I was like, I like the New Day one a lot. I got it. I opened it up. I'm like, they did the, sh- the crap. So, uh, <laughs> profan- they did the light profanity job. Light profanity job with this. They did the <laughs> crap, crap, crap. <laughs> Iron on stuff. Yeah. On the garbage shirt. <laughs> and it wasn't like I got it from WWE Shop. It was from I got it from I got it from Foot Locker. You would think. And it's not Foot Locker's fault. Yeah. 
This is all WB's doing. They're the ones that worked all this out. <laughs> and it was, I was so disappointed. That's garbage, I just went to Foot Locker and returned it. That is light profanity right there. It man. was garbage. That's terrible. Garbage. This garbage quality. This design was great. Garbage quality. Yeah. And I haven't bought anything for WB since. And I probably won't. Yeah, man. No. I'm not going to get suckered. I'm, I'm with you. Because I don't know. Like, I love this one. Look at this guy. Like the, the like designs. That, see, but if that's silk screen, that's again, that's you're, you're wearing body armor essentially. Oh, they're not silk screening this, dude. That's, there's way too much going on. They can't still screen that. That's going to be like an iron-on. And it's going to look like the detail is going to be awful because that's the issue. No, they, they, they do these ones different. I mean, it's still, it still might be a bit on the thick side, but it's definitely not still screen. I don't know, man. I don't Buy know. one and find out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It's only 20 bucks. I'd put this like on a black shirt. I'd, I'd wear this. Yeah. I don't think I'm wearing a pink shirt. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Anyways. Anyways, uh, back to the match. So the first fall, of course, was a wrestling match. Yeah, classic standard wrestling match. And uh, we got, at the end of this first fall, we got sort of the tease of what might have been like a double turn. Uh, but take us through the match first. Okay, so yeah, first fall wrestling. Uh, they're doing the, the standard, hey, we know each other really well, so we know what the other person's going to do in reverse and anticipate. Excuse me, that burrito, mm -hmm. man. There's that bit where they both are about to do super kicks and they just sort of stood Held there. back. You know, Adam Cole goes for the Panama Sunrise. It's, it, you know, it's, it's the classic bit where two people have wrestled each other so often they know all their uh, eccentricities. It's like you and I playing 2K19. Exactly. We know exactly what we're going to do. Uh, outside, uh, Adam Cole goes for like a running kick and Gargano, Gargano gets out of the way. Cole kicks the ring steps. And uh, then Gargano picks him up, drops him the shin breaker on the apron, starts working over his legs. That's kind of what uh, Gargano's strategy is from that point on. Tables turn. Uh, Cole hits this cool-looking wheelbarrow suplex on Gargano on the apron. Apron is a weapon. Uh, back in the ring, Gargano eventually uh, focuses on Cole's leg again, puts him in a figure four. Cole gets to the ropes. Um, there's this great bit where uh, Adam Cole is going for a Panama Sunrise. Gargano catches him, reverses him into, reverses it into a, a dude buster, essentially. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Gets a two. Uh, and then Adam Cole brings a chair into the ring. Mm -hmm. The ref's like, hey, don't do it. You're going to get DQ'd. DQ, yeah. They kind of uh, wrestle over the chair. Uh, ref puts the chair down. Uh, Adam Cole kicks Johnny square in the front area. Uh -huh. Does Johnny uh, eat a pin there? No, of course no, not. No, he kicks out. Yeah. Uh, but then Johnny, he decides to pick up the chair. And the rest like, don't do it. I'm going to DQ you. You're going to DQ you. Yep. And Johnny goes, all right. Yeah. Hits Adam Cole with a chair. Yeah. He's DQ'd. He loses the first fall. You know what I do love about this? So it wasn't like a, a cheesy like double turn. I like double turns. But it wasn't that. This is fascinating to me because it's so rare in the WWE that you get it. It is the character of Johnny Gargano evolving over time. You know, Johnny Gargano as of a year and a half ago would never have done this. But at this point, he understands what it takes to get that championship to stay relevant is he's got to do, he's got to be smarter and take no options off the table. What do you say before this match? I finally know who Johnny Gargano is. Yeah. He's a well-rounded character. He is assimilated. Uh, uh, all that he's learned through the Chompa feud. Mm -hmm. He's an amalgam now mm -hmm. yeah. of Johnny wrestling World, the greatest sports entertainer on the planet. What was the character that Batman and Wolverine were together? I don't know. Something stupid. It was like Dark Claw or something. Batwolf. Bat, Wolver Bat. Wolfman. Wolverman. Wolver <laughs> What'd you say it was? Dark, it was Dark Claw, wasn't I it? I want to say it was a Dark yeah, Claw. Yeah, because I think that was one of Brian Cage's wrestling names. <laughs> oh, yeah. List of Amalgam Comics characters. I need to do a video about how crappy this was. I really do. It was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and it was, it, was, it was like the invasion angle. It was? No, the, dude, that is exactly what it was. Yeah. So next fall, Street Fight, of course. This is Gargano's chosen stipulation. Uh, so the bell rings. Gargano throws a chair at Adam Cole, who's now in the ringside area. Uh, Gargano follows it up with suicide dive. Uh, Cole tries to flee through the crowd. Gargano follows. They start brawling all over the place. Uh, they eventually end up back around by the timekeeper area. 
Gargato hits Splash off the barricade and drives Cole through the, the, the wall, the barricade between timekeeper area and the ringside area. So that particular barricade was made of tissue, probably. Yeah. Because it wasn't like it was, there was a whole lot of force behind that splash. Yeah. Um, we're on the announce table. Gargano's going for a fairy tale ending. Cole uh, rakes Gargano's eyes. Cole goes for his own fairy tale ending. Instead, though, Johnny backdrops him, Cole, into the Spanish announce table. Um, later on, back in the ring, uh, Cole hits uh, Gargano with a last shot, follows that with a neck breaker onto a chair, mm-hmm. gets a two count. Yeah, that was ugly. Oh, wait, is this? No, that's later on. That the, was later on. The okay. Cole spot was ugly. Okay. Uh, later on, Gargano sets a, a chair in the turnbuckle, uh, lawn darts Adam Cole into it, follows with the Gargano escape. Adam Cole taps. Mm-hmm. Uh, tied 1-1. Yeah. They did a good job. Uh, the pace of this match, the brutality picked up uh, exponentially as the, the, sh- the, ma- the show, uh, sorry, as the match went on. Yeah. Yeah. Because it it's last fall, the weapons cage match, which apparently they announced on TV ahead of time. They didn't announce it to the live crowd is what I heard on Twitter. So you're there, you're in the crowd, you see this cage above the ring with all these weapons and you can kind of put it together. Sure, yeah. But apparently, it's what I read on Twitter after the show ended and before we started, is that they didn't make an announcement to the, li- to the live crowd until the cage started to descend. Did they actually make the verbal announcement to the I crowd so. at that point? I mean, I kind of feel like if you're in there and you're looking at it, it's kind of cooler maybe just for the buzz to get around. Oh, that's the th- that's for the third fall. Although you'd, you'd think that like Regal would come out and like maybe give a bit of an explanation. Well, he did on t- did, for the TV audience. This was for... Wait, he what? So before the show started, was it on the kickoff? Yes. Oh, so he announced it. Oh, on the okay. kickoff, but the live crowd didn't get that apparently. Oh, interesting. Okay. So the live crowd shows up. They look. I'm like, wow, there's a cage up there with weapons and stuff. That's crazy. I wonder if that's for the third fall. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. But yeah, you'd like to hear. That is kind of surprising. It seemed like it would be more dramatic for Regal to come out on the stage. You know, I mean, you can't really have him come out. By the way, here's my big surprise. And it's like there's a cage standing there. You see that cage up there with all the weapons? That's not for the third fall. <laughs> I'm kidding, it is. <laughs> exactly. Ha <laughs> ha. That's for a Damien Priest match. <laughs> We're going to film for television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, that's just for, it's for the recap. That's episode. for NXT TV next week. <laughs> it's a fallout match. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, next third final fall weapons cage match. Uh, pretty instantly, they go and tear some kendo sticks off the side of the cage. They start. It's not really. I'm sorry. It's not really in character for Regal to do a weapons cage match, though, is it? No, it was kind of out of nowhere. I mean, it worked out because it was really fun. Like, where's my world of sport best of best of three rounds match? I know. I know. Where's a catch as catch can? <laughs> I know Moro called the first fall that, but oh, man. no, give me give me an ITV world of sport match. You're right. Exactly. All joint manipulation. I want to. Uh, well, that's why I thought he might do Big something. Daddy versus Haystacks match. You know, like a submission match, I quit match, a last man standing. Last man standing. Something yeah. like that. And uh, people were saying that uh, Triple H and Stone Cold had a three stage of the hell match that had the same exact stipulations. Oh, interesting. So I guess that was the basis for it. Mm. Uh, but so this was brutal. It was brutal. This it got was absolutely brutal. brutal. More and more brutal as it went on. Brutaler. Uh, so they start the match trading kendo stick shots. Uh, and eventually they do the. the Super, super kick on each mm-hmm. other's spot. Um, later on, Gargano hits a poison Rana, follows it with a super kick. Cole kicks out. Uh, Gargano, sorry, Cole hits a backstabber with a kendo stick across Johnny's face. He gets a two. It was this. Gargano sets up a couple chairs so the seats are facing each other, so the backs are this like a U-shape. Yeah. And so they're jockeying position on the top rope. Gargano hits a tornado DT. I'm guessing... Cole's head was supposed to hit the seats of the chairs. So these are the chairs here. And instead of Cole hitting here or here, yeah. he hit his head right there. Oh, yeah. It right rough. on the top of the chair, probably the hardest part of the chair. And that looked rough. And the ref goes to check on him. Uh, he, he's already got a, a little scrape on his head from when the chair was thrown at him because he didn't put his hands up for that at all. Um, there's a sledgehammer on the cage. And so with, that's twist-tied. There's also a mystery bucket. You know, people said there was a bucket. I only saw two fire extinguishers. I just assumed that there was a bucket because everybody was saying it was, was funnier. It was funnier, regardless what I saw the bucket or not, that there was a bucket there. <laughs> totally. If we were all speculating what was inside the bucket. <laughs> yeah. But I saw two fire extinguishers and I'm not a perceptive individual. Mm-hmm. I'd miss things all the time. Yeah, sure. Uh, just today. I was kind of looking for the bucket. I never saw it either. Last night I was going through the freezer. I needed some peas to have to give my kids for dinner. And yeah. I'm like, 
Where are these damn peas? Yeah. Searching all through the freezer. Know where they were? In front of you. Right in front of me. Yeah, it makes sense. Right in front of me. Yeah, man. So it happens when you get yeah, old. Yeah, it happens to me too. So if there's a bucket there. That'd be awesome. I just didn't see it. But again, I'm not perceptive. Uh, so there's a sledgehammer there up on the, uh, uh, the cage, fighting over it, jockeying for position, trying to get it. Gargano says, to hell with that. Sunset flip, powerbomb off the cage, gets a two count. <laughs> that was so, that was, yeah. Well, that was ugly. Yeah. Uh, then Gargano goes up, gets a sledgehammer. Adam Cole hits him with a super kick. Then another. Uh, Adam Cole goes to the top of the cage, gets a ladder, throws it at Johnny. Johnny evades, but that gives Adam an opportunity to hit a Panama Sunrise, gets a two count. Mm-hmm. And then Cole scales a ladder, the ladder, hits a Panama Sunrise off that. Mm-hmm. Gargano kicks out. Although I do kind of appreciate that. Like, you're still, even though you're coming from the ladder, you're still. I know. It's still the exact same move to the guy. You're just higher up. It's probably more, more damage done to Adam Cole's knees than anything. <laughs> Uh, Adam Cole goes for a last shot and Johnny Gargano just collapses. Mm-hmm. And so Cole puts Gargano on a chair so his face is up against the seat. And he can't collapse. No. He goes for a last shot and then Johnny rolls off. So Adam Cole. Last uh, shot's a chair. Last shot's a chair. And then Gargano puts him in like a, a, a death lock type move. The same thing he did to Ciampa in their first match with the knee brace. Mm-hmm, yeah. With, but, uh, with the kendo stick across the face instead of the knee brace. And then uh, Adam Cole bites him mm-hmm. in the hand yeah. to break up the hole. Yeah. No DQ so they can do that. Uh, they fight over the sledgehammer, and then Gargano hits him in the ribs with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple tables set up in the ring. Um, uh, Gargano puts Cole on him. He goes up, climbs up the ladder. Cole rolls off. Gargano nails him with a kendo stick. Falls him with like a Canadian Destroyer basically off the top rope. Yeah, that was... Like, that really should be a finisher right there. Nope, only got two counts. That should be a finisher. What was, what was, like, kind of more shocking? That or Naito's second row pile driver? No, the Destroyer was, man. <laughs> that was like, holy crap. Because, holy like, light profanity. Because, yeah, because uh, uh, New Japan does crazy stuff. Yeah. Not all the time. Right. Unless Kota Ibushi's in the match, and something crazy's going to happen yeah, every time, yeah. basically. Yeah. It's like a rarity in WWE programming that you get a destroyer, period. You're right. It's yeah. like Rey Mysterio and Adam Cole are the only two people allowed to do it. Yeah, he, yeah, Rey Mysterio. And Rey Mysterio can only do it in Andrade matches. Yes. You know. And Adam Cole, just it was just a what, halftime heat. He was finally allowed to do it. Yeah. And so they have Gargano do a destroyer off. I know it was off the second rope, but still. Still. No. It was yeah. insane. It was you don't crazy. expect that from WWE. Yeah. Um, and then, so while I didn't see this bucket, there was definitely a sack. Mm-hmm. Attached to the cage. Do you we see a sack, sack in a yeah. weapons match? What do you think? Thumbtacks. Exactly. Or hopefully Legos. Yes. Uh, Gargano pours the contents of the sack out into the uh, into the ring. No Legos, no thumbtacks. What we they got. should at some point somebody needs to incorporate Dan Aykroyd's bag of glass. Yeah. From Siren Live back there in the day. There you go. Yeah, it's a bag of glass. Kids, yeah. Kids play with it. Um, inside are uh, some bolt cutters, some chains, some brass knuckles. So rather than using the chain or the brass knuckles right there on the mat. Gargano scales up to the cage, takes his time to cut some barbed wire off the top because there's barbed wire wrapped around the top of the cage because he can't escape the cage to win. Yeah. It's only pin or submission. It's like at Home Depot. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so he comes down. Uh, Adam Cole climbs to the top of the cage. So there's like a table. looks like a metal table in one corner mm. right next to the ladder. So Adam Cole climbs up the cage, gets in that table. Gargano climbs up the ladder. So they're brawling on top of that table for a little bit. Uh, Johnny Gargano tries to use the barbed wire Adam Cole and they both kind of toss each other off this table through the two tables that are already set up uh, on the mat they really only hit one of they them they hit one of them and they came very close to not hitting that yes. one yeah. and uh, Adam Cole just kind of rolls over on Gargano to get the win yep. Adam Cole's back looked beat to hell he just in general he was beat to hell this whole beat match beat to hell yeah. um, so I know uh, Regal said before this match there must be there will be a decisive winner mm-hmm while Adam Cole got the win, I wouldn't exactly call this a decisive victory for him because it was a spot off the top where they both fell off, both went to the table. Cole just had enough to put his arm over him, essentially. There's that. There's also the first fall was Gargano intentionally getting himself DQ'd. So it's not like Adam Cole decisively went over him at that point either. No, no. Um, and then, of course, Cole tapped out in the second one. So, yeah, that could be, again... Wiggle room to do another match, yes. Mm-hmm. War games! War games! Yeah. Uh, how many weeks do we have till war games? It's about three months. It's November. Oh, wow. Jeez. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Lots three of time more months of Cole yeah. and Gargano. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to... I mean, they only do something every two weeks, so that's about... What was that? Five, five episodes we're going to see them in? Mm-hmm. 
plenty of things they could do there yeah. to get to war games. Continue Adam Cole's championship tour. This is this has been an like especially given that it came uh, basically it, it was sort of fast tracked because of Champa's injury. Yeah, boy, this has been a lot of fun. It has been, and I'm looking forward to seeing what stories are going to tell from here on out. So yeah, I mean, look, man, another great takeover. Uh, for you know, for people who who are disappointed, then dispute Eric walk out of this with all the belts. Just wait. I think there's a chance it could happen in three months' time. I mean, it seems like uh, that. That seems like. A very distinct possibility. Uh, I, I would be, I mean, regardless of what, if they do it like that at War Games or not, it would be kind of shocking to me if they didn't have them all be draped in gold. It's been such a, it's been such a story that they seem to be aiming to tell. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what they should do is like just first round of taping, set it up. Mm-hmm, yeah. War Games coming up. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. That'd be cool. And then you have time to build hype for on that the, match on the other hand what you could well, on the other hand what you could do is have it come down to the wire i mean street profits they got this win but wouldn't you like to see them have a couple more title defenses oh, totally. between yeah, yeah, yeah. now and then yeah, that's a fair point yeah uh so there's, there's three months a lot of time it is a long that's time. a long time um so yeah be interesting to see where all that goes yep yep in any event, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. There's a big blowout sale right now at friendomarket.com. Use the promo code blowout. Blowout. 25% every th- off everything there. Uh, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.